Welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour with Embers and Katie who are here along with Joel, our producer. Hello, Joel. Hello, guys. Joel, you've just managed to uh, down that corn thin, haven't you? Oh, made the great... Uh, you know, good. yeah, it smells like sounds popcorn, good. doesn't it? Yes. Smells better. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. In your uh, usual odor, you bring in here. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's uh, yeah. toilet and corn thin. Yeah, <laughs> I've got people in the car just, you know, like when you go, can you smell that? And they, can you smell it? Quick, quick, turn, turn the sound down. And people turn the sound down. Yeah, gotcha. it's like when I'm. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? Gotcha. Yeah, well. I don't get it. Turn well, down. The turn the sound smell. down no, so I you know, can smell it. But, but people actually do turn people the sound do. down. Oh, when they're the looking for like, di- when I'm looking yes. for directions or I'm looking to see if that's the right three, I turn the music down to see if I can see the street sign. I don't want any distractions. Same. It's like Correct. I can't focus. So, so we can't taste, see or hear all at the same time. No. Without, yeah. No. Uh, it's okay. probably an ADHD, ADHD thing, I'd say. <laughs> so there you go. ADHD. I tried to say ADHD so quickly. And what a show, guys. Oh, what a bloody show. Right. Shad and Pete were very good today. They, they are a couple good. of comedians yep. who have got Shad and Pete Save the World at Fringe World and they're solving the lives, people's lives problems. Sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> this is amazing. I'll speak for it. They're solving problems while having a few beers on stage. Great idea for a Fringe show if you're looking mm. to go and see one. But, um, <laughs> you're looking at the <laughs> There's a bit of thin in my teeth there. Um, but some of the problems that we talked about were very interesting. And once again, uh, we're going to have to start a tally at how many times Embers has brought up his Norm Smith medal no. in just three I weeks don't of shows. Have to bring it up because you speak about it. Lammy, do you speak about it? No. Okay. Leachie definitely speaks about Nobody it. Nobody speaks about it. Leachie gets very excited about no, it. No, you are. You, when they were leaving, they were like, oh, Norm Smith medal. And you were like, oh, do you, have you ever seen what one looks like? And then you look down at saying that you were wearing it. <laughs> no, no, I was just, I was surprised I wasn't wearing it. It was maybe the one exactly. day I didn't wear it. Yeah. Can we just talk about, um, I almost called him Chad and Pete. Shad and Pete? Shad. <laughs> Shad and yeah. Pete. Yeah, Shad and Pete. Great name, Shad, by the way. Yeah. Um, but he shad himself. We wrote, <laughs> we wrote a list of problems we thought we might have. And we and when pre-show, Embers and Katie and I were, were writing them on the sheet for the interview. <laughs> and we got a couple. A couple were left over that we didn't quite yes, get to. Correct. I go to Embers. I'm like, Katie's given me a couple, mate. Come over here. Which one do you want me to add to the list? And he leans in and whispers in my ear, write down... Um, Everyone wants to call me Norm. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 do I do with that problem? And I'm like, Are you kidding that? me? <laughs> it's not a problem. No one has ever thought that. <laughs> Who's called you Norm? <laughs> he calls himself. Oh yeah. goodness! So yes. Shannon Pete on the podcast. <laughs> we also get into this guy's a. F- Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Norman. We also hear about Embers running uh, for some reason. And One of the great running stories. Oh, great. It's a good story. It's not yeah, a bad story. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad not story. Not for you, Embers. And believe it no. or not, true story this one too. Oh. <laughs> surprising. How much and mayo was on it really? Oh, it was a bit. Always. A lot. A lot? Yeah. Layer yeah. or well, heavy? Well, there was, uh, yeah. Maybe 25% GST. Started looking like cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, mayo with a side of bread. <laughs> and also... It was the, no bread. <laughs> off just the back mayo. of a shark attack that happened in Sydney, a Perth vet lived across the road, had some bandages, coincidentally managed to help out. So we talked coincidences and what are the chances? We had some belter calls in that as well. Just quietly. I'd be so bad in a crisis. Like if there was somebody who was coming out with uh, being you know, bitten by a bull shark and their mm. leg was coming off, I'd be like, 
are you okay? No, you know what you do? You'd actually do like a live stream, do a big selfie. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, hey, look at you. Yeah, I, I, no. like, I, know, you I know you've now. got a hurdy leg, but hang on. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> click. No, you know, oh, you would sorry. be bad at that. Can you actually, you look like you're really sad there. Do you think we can actually put this <laughs> Pop a Paris filter on it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, frown yeah. upside down. Oh, yeah, now, you yeah. say you're going to be bad at that, but I think Katie's actually bad, uh, Leachy and Embers, at uh, booking guests because she got a connection to the woman who helped treat the shark victim. Yeah. Pre-show comes, let's get her on the show. Yeah. Nah, I can't get her. You just teased us, like, we're going to have the shark, we're going to have oh, the no. vet on the show, and you no, failed. Okay. Call well, yourself a producer. First of all, she was in the ICU visiting the woman. Thanks for bringing it up, Joel. Bad How excuse. insensitive of you. Bad excuse. And then I asked her wife if she could come on and make comments, and the wife wrote back saying, I'm out for dinner. I was like, no worries, thank you so much, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what time does dinner finish? <laughs> Can you just? What are you having? That's shark okay. fin soup? That's all right. We'll just um have a chat between you on train, man. You know what? We'll wait. Shark <laughs> yeah. What's what's for dinner? We should have asked her. What's for dinner? Oh, oh yeah. no! You know Best what is good food? Uh, Hospital menu is pretty good food as well. Are you joking? No, it's not. Oh, it's not bad. I've, what? What hospitals do you go to? Probably what hospitals public. do you go to? Golden go to, Triangle Girl. Exactly. Correct. I go to the private. Good the private Lord. Hospitals. Yeah. I know. Lamb roast for one. <laughs> Here's your podcast. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway Got my ice mocha from Dome Cafe The Super Pizza Floriette In a Lou Wanneroo and Esperance too Across Albany and the Gloucester Tree With Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley From the greatest city in the world It's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour With Andrew Wembley and Katie Lamb Right now, one triple three five three. What are the chances? That's it, like amazing coincidences, right, Embers? So there was a shark attack um, I did hear this, yeah, in the Sydney Harbour. Sydney Harbour, right. So um, a young lady, Lauren, she was swimming in the Elizabeth Bay area. Sure. Um, shortly after, residents heard screams and she was seen with her leg trailing behind her, right? So she'd been bitten by a bull shark. Yep. Um, luckily, there always seems to be like a little hero around. And on this occasion... Right place, right time. Right place, right time. Um, a vet. And we're going to claim her because her name is Fiona and she is a vet from Perth. She's one of ours. She's one of ours. Perth girl came to the rescue. Thank you, Fiona. Fiona um, happened to be around and uh, on an amazing coincidence, this is Fiona speaking. Yeah, I had swapped cars a couple of days earlier, so I did not have my normal amount of material in my car. As a strange coincidence, my wife had actually gone up the road and bought two new compression bandages yesterday for another purpose. Uh, so I knew exactly where they were and just grabbed them. So it was quite lucky. So she managed to use those bandages as a tourniquet and has saved this woman's life. I spoke to Fiona, sorry, her wife, Georgia, yep. uh, just earlier. Uh, unfortunately, they couldn't come on to chat. Um, but uh, the lady, Lauren, who got attacked by the shark, she's in ICU, but apparently all things are looking good and she's not even going to lose her leg. And because they were able to get the bandage to it immediately Correct. to Correct. stop some of the bleeding, I think uh, was one of the reasons why she maybe be able to keep her leg, which is amazing. Isn't that crazy? I mean, as, uh, as a vet, you would have have all these sort of skills where you manage to you literally save animals' lives. Um, but, you know, just a crazy coincidence that she just happened to have restocked, or her wife did, restocked on just these massive bandages that saved this woman's Knew leg. exactly where they were. She went and got them and she applied them straight away. That is What other chances? That is, uh, well, this story here is uh, obviously not as uh, incredible as this one. But for those West Coast Eagle supporters oh, out yeah. there, they will know this coincidence, Katie. 2005 qualifying final, right? Right. West Coast 
win by four points. Three weeks later in the grand final, Sydney win by four points. Fast forward 12 months later, 2006 qualifying final, Sydney beat West Coast by one point and the score is 84 to 85. Fast forward three weeks later, West Coast win the grand final by one point and the score is 85-84. And the fact we're comparing grand finals to a shark attack is just amazing. Well, that's why we want to spread our little <laughs> – one, triple, three, five, three. Tell us your story, your coincidence amazing story. Amazing coincidence. Just yes. remind me who played in that grand final in 2006, Sims. Yeah, the bloke that's wearing the middle right now. <laughs> <laughs> so 13353, what are the chances? We're talking coincidences. Dan is from Douglish. What happened with you? I've woken, I've woken up I'm having a dream that, um, that my eldest daughter, Aaliyah, had been kidnapped. Oh. And um, so, like, first thing I've done, I think this is like 4.30 in the morning. First thing I've done, because I've woken up and it's, and it's really startled me. I've, you know, like, I was a bit upset. And so I've just grabbed my phone and I thought, I'll just check my phone for whatever, we check the time and all that sort of stuff. And there's a message from Aaliyah at like 1.45am saying, Dad, are you awake? Oh, my God. I'm so scared. So, so I've, I've compl- my heart sort of skipped a beat. So yeah. I've gone downstairs at like 4.30 o'clock in the morning and I've, I've, I've woken her up and I've said, Aaliyah, like, because I've gone into her room, she's there, and I'm like, Aaliyah, why, why did you message me last night? And she said, oh, I had this dream that, um, people broke into their house and kidnapped me. No, 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 um, you know, missing girl or something like that. Oh, <laughs> oh, and, 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 no, no, the horse lost. Thank so. goodness. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would just be like, you know, Aaliyah, we just we never go outside anymore. Just lock those doors, mm. keep her inside. She's an inside yeah. daughter now. Yeah, got her in the bubble wrap. She's safe at home. Caroline's from Wilton. G'day, Caroline. G'day, how are you guys? Hello, Good. very well. What happened? What are the chances? Uh, changed hospital about a month before my son was due to be born for a, an administrative matter, but uh, not no problems anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, everything went wrong. I had a massive hemorrhage. Uh, had I been at the other hospital, I would not have survived because I wouldn't have got to surgery in time. <sighs> we changed to a hospital that had a surgery. I went in, fortunately, be- between business hours, so there was actually an operating team there. If I'd gone at night, I would have died because oh. I wouldn't have made it. Operating there. Caroline. Wow, that's <laughs> incredible. Caroline, and now you're alive to tell here. the tale. Yep. Wow. Oh, Caroline, <laughs> thank you for your story. Absolutely what we're talking about. Duncan's from North Coogee. G'day, Duncan. Hey, how are you guys? Oh, I'd hey, like that to be with Duncan because Duncan's <laughs> oh. me, mate. Oh, I just think of Duncan Donuts. Amber's every dollar, mate, every dollar. Um, <laughs> All right, what are the chances, Duncan? What happened? Yeah, so it was Easter time. Uh, my son was probably around four. He was having cornflakes for breakfast. He spilled the bowl, and the milk formed the shape of a bunny rabbit with a cornflake eye. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Pick or, pick or it didn't happen, Duncan. Did you take a photo? It did happen. I took a photo and, and put it on Facebook, and every time... 
Easter comes around, I get that same memory prop, popping up. Okay, well, you're going to have to send that right now yeah. to the Triple yeah. M Perth Instagram, and, we'll so, and we can Instagram put it up on page, our yeah. Instagram page and say, yeah, yeah. "Is Duncan is Duncan right? Is this a bunny or was Duncan high as a kite feeding his or was child? someone having a beer with Duncan? Might have been Duncan having a beer with himself. Oh, <laughs> Turns out Duncan doesn't even have a son. He was just munching. He had the munchies on cornflakes. Mark is from Greenwood. Hello. Hey, g'day, how you going? Good, Mark. Tell us what your coincidence was. Yeah, it was years ago now, but when my brother was, my little brother was only two years old, he yep. followed my older brothers down the street, and mum didn't realise this back in the days where everyone just wandered where they wanted. Yeah. Sure. And um, anyway, he followed them down, they didn't realise, and he stepped out onto a, a, a semi-major road okay. and got hit by a taxi oh. coming oh, on the road. Yeah, and he got punched about. 30 metres up the road, and, yeah, he's in a pretty bad way, obviously. Oh. And um, luckily in the back seat was a nurse coming home from her oh. shift. Oh, oh, no way. God, Mark. Yes. Thank Lord. So, Thank so the Lord. in the back flash, seat of the person in the car that hit him. In the taxi, the ta- yeah, it was a taxi. taxi. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. She, wow. she just coming home from her shift and um, so she was able to start stabilising him and, you know, doing all the right stuff that they're meant to do. And so, so he ended up being okay? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had to go to intensive care and all sorts of stuff. All He's the in the children's hospital for years. Oh, yeah. not years, sorry, for weeks. Yeah. Um, but, That's yeah, no, so good. You know, that a nurse good, just happens to be Unbelievable. I mean, the, the taxi was a write-off, but the kid was sweet. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. tough, tough little bugger he was, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Hey? Oh, hey, yeah. Have you got well, insurance, well, Mr. Taxi? Yeah, well, the police net, because he got hit so far down the road and everything, they, they actually thought he would. Yeah, you know, die. They didn't think he would yeah. survive it. Oh, um, being not on the nurse's watch, am I right? No, yeah, so she did really well. Plus so, it would have been a dark yeah. story if he's called up and he said, oh, no, the kid didn't survive. Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. Jake is from Avel. He's been waiting patiently. G'day, Jake. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what are Good. the chances, Jake? Uh, what's his story? Okay, so about a year before my current partner and I met, um, I went to an Alice Cooper concert Yep. Anyways, cut, cut to when we first move in together. Um, we're just sorting through our stuff and we pull out what appears to be the ticket stubs from that gig. Anyways, um, turns out she was literally in the seat right in front of mine. No! And, <laughs> yeah. and I was at the concert with the partner I was with at that time and <gasps> I actually remember speaking with her. Oh, oh, already hitting goodness. on your new missus. Do you have any, any idea that uh, this uh, partner that you're chatting with would eventually become your partner? Um, well, she's my wife now, so wow. <laughs> it I mean, worked out. Um, did, was she attractive at the time when you spoke to her? Like, did you walk away was from going, attractive at oh, the time? Attractive? I'm sure no, he was no, saying, no, no, but I'm saying, like, but he was, he was with his current partner. So yeah. he's talking to a girl. He's not actually going, oh, by the way, you're sexy. I'm going to marry you. Did you actually realise at the time, though, you go, wow, is there something in this? Was there, was there sparks? Um, no, she looked like an elephant. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> well, that went well. Oh, Jake, that is so good. Uh, I'm I love really those. glad, Jake, that you're still married with us. Beautiful story. That's a like little sliding doors moment. You know what I mean? I love that. Ambers has just had a call from uh, Bunnings just to help him out uh, to try and get out of that situation. <laughs> Shovels at half price for Andrew and <laughs> Victorian MP Georgie Purcell has slammed Nine News after Photoshop fail alters body shape and clothing. So Channel Nine's come out. They've apologised um, for... Basically enlarging her breasts and made her clothing a little bit 
more revealing. First of all, I'd be thanking them. Um, I'd be like, thank that you so much. That is, is a great Photoshop. That's why Photoshops should be done for these kind of reasons. If you can make them a little hey, bit bigger. That's um, right. You want to call me Dirk Diggler? You can Photoshop whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you like. Um, and making a clothes, clothing more revealing. I've seen the photo and to be fair, it kind of looks the same except they've just given her a little bit of midriff. Yes. Um, Looks like she's got a great body. Again, I'd be like Could high be fives all around. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know. Photoshop fails, though, are a bit of fun. And yeah, there are right. so many classic ones, especially celebrity, you know, Photoshop fails that have gone wrong online. Tom Green, he uh, plays for the GWS Giants. Mark my words, he'll probably win the Brownlow this year. This kid's an absolute star. Now, last year, GWS put a little photo up and they said, happy birthday, Tom. And Tom replied, did you Photoshop my arms? Because basically the the picture was of him carrying the football and his arms were very scrawny. Now, Tom Green has got big (laughs) arms, but the arms on him almost looked like someone had Photoshopped Xavier Ellis's floppy arms onto Tom Green. I mean, they were white. They were they were they were floppy. They were small. They were they just did not look good. Was it a stitch up or was it well, just a Photoshop edit gone no, wrong? No, it was a stitch up. Knowing the GWS Giants, they have a bit of fun yeah. in their socials teams. I think it was a bit of a stitch up. I do love as well. Um, Kim Kardashian. She posted a photo and has gone to do the old DIY Photoshop on one of the Instagram photos just to make her sort of leg and just look a little bit thinner. Um, but in the uh, result, she's accidentally given us her, her foot full toes. <laughs> <laughs> Besides every part of your body, what would you like to get photoshopped? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Married at first sight, guys. Oh. Guys, I just feel like because everyone is talking about Lauren Dunn, who used to go out with Ryan Crowley, didn't, yes. didn't she? Um, and she's on it and she's kind of become like the most controversial character very quickly. Right, so they were our girl from Perth. Our girl What's from that? Perth. What and she said when I was at the Married at First Sight dinner, I could tell she was kind of be going to be like that. She yep. very says it how it is. She doesn't really care. Um, so she's going to be very entertaining, I think, to watch on air. But apparently, she said at the hens <laughs> that uh, essentially this season is not going to stop her from finding another man. She says, seriously, no one is safe. And then she goes, um, I'm going to your dad and your brother, all your friends, your boss, your colleagues. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. So basically lock up your fathers, everyone. Lock yep. up your brothers. Loss Lauren is on Dunn. the loose, you reckon? <laughs> Loss is on the is loose. Lauren Dunn's going to have some fun. <laughs> Lauren Dunn is going to have some fun. Wow. Um, and I just feel like now so many of Perth are so invested and I'm not sure when her wedding is, but I don't, I think it was definitely obviously this week. I think it might be on the weekend. That's what we need to watch. We are tuning in for it. Uh, Australia falls head over heels for maths last night. Uh, national audience, there was a reach of about 2.461 million people. And even you're going to watch it, you said. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight. So yes. this is what I mean. Like, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are sort of around, you know, the 36-year-old kind of guys, but you guys are around you know the what age. It is? Us blokes are smart, right? It's all about brownie points. Did you just okay? call yourself smart? Very smarter than you think, right? So we're going to do early in the week, Monday, Tuesday. Listen, there's not much going on, yeah. right? It's not like we're going to go to the hippie club on a Monday or a Tuesday. It's closed, right? <laughs> so we do the right yourself. things early in the <laughs> yeah. week with the partners, okay? Right, we build it up by Wednesday, Thursday, okay? You know how we sat on the couch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and watch that, uh, that maths? Yes. Right? Guess what? What? It's a weekend now. All right? And I want to go out with my mates.
That is your tactic. Oh, and they can't say no to that. And really, Katie's the one wanting to go out and change the channel. You're like, can we please watch maths? <laughs> what does maths stand for? It's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. Oh, this is exciting. This is exciting because there is every chance that the south of the river could, for the first time in Battle of the Burbs history, take the lead. Last year when we did it, we played it for the last three weeks of the show. I think it was like 14-1 or 13-2. It was embarrassing. embarrassing. And for the start of this year, it looked a bit embarrassing as well. But there has been a surge from the south. And people from the south have come good. We're trying to find the smarter side of the river. It's north v south. the north, but okay. Uh, no. Well, Shane's from Mount Pleasant. Exactly. And I reckon he might actually have something to say about who is the smartest suburb in Perth. Shane, g'day, Shane. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thanks, yourself. Yes, very good, Shane. I presume you're not a, a lover of the north? Oh, I don't mind it, but yeah, I prefer to stay south. He's three-tenths of a second away from the north. He's Mount Pleasant. <laughs> he doesn't, Mount he doesn't Pleasant. go north. Nice he goes area, south. Mount Pleasant. All right, Shane. Uh, you could be part of history in Battle of Burb history. You, for the south, could take over the north for the very first time, but not if James from Dianella has anything to do with it. Hello, James. Howdy, guys. How are we? How are you, James? We interviewed a girl that actually was from Dianella. She didn't know whether <laughs> Dianella was north or south, so... I'm glad that you actually know that Dianella is north. She also had no idea who I was. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go, guys. Leachy, how does it work? All right, Shane, your buzzer is south. James, your buzzer is north. It is first to two that wins and gets a point on the board for their side of the river. Are we ready? Are we set? Question one. Name the Perth media personality who wants to compete in Nick's Next year's North. state election. Basil Zemplis. Oh, Basil. Well done. Good work. Wow. Baz. All right. Wow. One. One. Zip. Zip. South. Shane, you need this to stay in the game. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Good. Name a Tom Cruise movie. North. North. South. Oh, North. North. Okay, James. Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, bang. Every time, Sarah. They they get so close. Get so far. And North just go, not today. On James's watch, he says, not today. Not Not happening. And he finished with a cocktail, and he deserves a couple of cocktails tonight. Congratulations, James. Thank you, guys. He doesn't even see phase. That's the thing. He's just like, yeah, because North are better. Fringe world continuing on. Embers, you've been out to a show or two. I like to support uh, the comedians, and we've got a couple of beauties in the studio right now, Leachie. A great event that's going to be happening at the Pleasure Garden. It's on now until Sunday. Shad and Pete save the world. Shad and Pete are with us right now. Hey! 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 Couple of beauties. Oh, and Pete. <laughs> Save the world. Now, this is basically people come in, write down their life problems, and you guys just, you know, solve them on stage. Mm-hmm. So, few basically, involved, oh, a few Look. is a very conservative way to say <laughs> what we get up to. But yeah, basically, the audience walk in, uh, they write down any problem they have in their life. Nothing is too personal, nothing's mm. too messed up. Myself, Shad, and two special guests from around the festival, we. Have a few, and oh. we solve those problems for you with a 100% success rate guaranteed, never fail. Never fail. Really, never fail. <laughs> Not that once. That is so exciting because I tell you, I've got a list, and we'll get, we'll get to that in a sec. Well, oh, we're checking the therapy, mate, so Absolutely. you can come on in. Yeah. yeah. Are you, you guys obviously to- not married then? 
<laughs> when did you guys realise that you had the superpower to solve everybody's problems? Well, I mean, well, how long ago did we start doing the show? Like, probably been about five years now, I'd say. Yeah. I think, oh, how good. I think the key was actually we were like looking to put a show together and we painstakingly, like a lot of comedians, try to write a new show every year and realise what a stupid idea. Let the audience <laughs> yeah, make up the you. entire show mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> yeah. um, what I think we have learned though is when we first did the show and we're like, hey, look, we're, there's two blokes on stage. You're going to write down any problems you want. They're going to read them, listen to them, and try and solve them. And we had so many women come to the show. Oh, man, we you, like, you advertise <laughs> that two blokes will listen to you. Yeah. Boy, do they come out in droves, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and for only $30-odd, how good is it? This $30 oh ever spent. How did this little relationship come together? Oh, uh, we started doing like, I think I moved to Cairns, met Pete doing some gigs. Yep. And then uh, we kind of just kind of, it's kind of started from there. I think was pretty much the basic short end. So they say story. opposites attract. And now I don't, you know, you guys are obviously very funny guys. But interesting to, look, interesting look to cover the, what is the main I mean, difference I mean, between us? One bloke looks like Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, he needs a haircut, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Pete's uh, very year 12, clean you know, schoolboy, clean. He looks yeah. like the base like, character in Sims, yeah, I reckon. Entrepreneurial. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's what you start with. Yeah, yeah. I got a little yeah. bit of virtual currency. Yeah. I got some glasses. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit I'm basic. Sure he's wearing the, the default outfit. Yeah. As well. Oh, I can't afford yeah. brands yet, guys. Come on, we, it, it's just block colours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we actually have a list put together by a few people um, oh, that we know, and um, unfortunately, we don't have any drinks for you because we're not allowed to drink on air even though we do on a Friday. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we just thought we're going to throw out some of these problems and you guys are going to solve them because that's what you do best. 100% never fail. Never fail. Whatever. Easy. All right. right. Can I start? All right. I'm in love with my brother's wife. Jeepers. Wow. Yeah, what? No. Heavy oh, early is... doors, brother. Is from the office? Well, yeah. It's, um... Is this your, your personal one? Oh, well, listen, <laughs> it's been written in by someone. We're mentioning no names. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, okay. Great, incredible. But I thought this was coming directly from <laughs> yeah, the source. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a bold play on that commercial radio. Yeah. one beer, yeah. In love with your brother's wife. Well, um, I'm a, we, well as we said, we're both originally from far north Queensland, so mm. I don't see an issue. No. Um, <laughs> Throckles seem to be in. I think that's what you've got to do. Cash on in, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all about, you know, a relationship is trying to build chemistry. What better chemistry than the same bloodline? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they like one, they're going to like the other one, right? Exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's the move. I think you just got to go for it. All right. There you go. Go for it. Go for it. That's generally similar to one of the best problems we've ever had on the show. <laughs> can, yeah. can we ask what is the best problem you've ever had on the show? Well, I mean, this is pretty red hot. Yeah, stuff. I think it was very similar in that vein. We were in Melbourne of all places, and we uh, we had a problem in the bucket. Pulled it out, and it said, "My partner, my boyfriend, has left me for my mother." <gasps> oh. And oftentimes we get joke problems in the bucket that we don't read out because we want the real juice. Yeah. But we thought, okay, well, just in case, we're going to read this one out. And then, boom, hand straight up. Go, yeah, two years ago, living in the same house around Christmas time. Shut up. They had a thing and, yeah, we're still trying to work through it. And I'm like, you're still trying to still trying <laughs> yeah. to hold the family unit together yeah. after all this. Christmas so, Day. I mean, pretty rough. Pretty <laughs> rough. boyfriend and the mum, were they still together? Yes. They were all still living oh, together at the oh, time when they yeah. told us. It was fascinating. All right, Huge. honey, night. we're just going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, another issue. Another issue. Um, this is from a random person, I guess. 
Um, my colleague <laughs> brings that sounds up, like it's yours 100%. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy that for a second. My colleague mm-hmm. brings up he's a Norm Smith medalist every five seconds. Help. Well, that's a fascinating. Yeah, so it isn't you, Katie. Yeah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I, t- I think, you know, in life, yep. sometimes you only have one big moment. You know? Yeah, that's one right. opportunity <laughs> to seize everything you ever wanted. And considering he's had seventy-five kids, you reckon the Norm Smith medalist really has like topped topped all the kids that he's had? Yeah, I got all my kids. Norm Smith, Smith. <laughs> Norm, Smith Norm Smith, the other one. Yeah, Norm Smith, Norm Smith, Norm Smith Moore. Yeah. <laughs> Specky Norm, over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got one. I've got one. Um, I've got a coworker who. Uh, I feel like he's just wearing pajamas into work every day. This has become very much spilling yeah. the tea in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, are you guys okay? Are they, are they talking <laughs> this, about me? Or? This is our bed session. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, they are, they are very pajamery, but I feel like you are pulling it off. Thank I think it's yeah. Small. yeah. I actually thought it was just the, the matching party shirt kind it of is. ensemble. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called a set, Leechy. Okay. It's yeah. fashion. What are you Thanks. rocking at the moment? Nothing that's in anywhere fashionable. Yeah, it's uh, jealousy in this room. I'm totally fine with that. Shad and Pete save the world, happening at Fringe World. It is on now until Sunday at the Pleasure Garden. You can get your tickets by going to fringeworld.com.au. Shad and Pete, thanks very much for joining us here thanks on The Rush Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate nice. you. Thank you. Tell us something cool, but don't take too long. It's Triple M Rush Hours. Get on with it. Get on with it. Ah, this is a bit of fun, Embers. Basically, give us a call right now, one triple three five three. Tell us an interesting story, maybe a fun fact, a joke. But you just need to get on with it or else you will hear this. You've got to get to the punchline really quick. Our, um, Our attention spans are <laughs> not great, Land Dog, Jeez. you and I. No, but I know. Very fast that particular time because we did actually say it at the same time. <laughs> I know. But if Leachy was listening oh, God, to me talking lo- right <laughs> now, it'd be like a. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm dribbling. So just get to the point, get really. I wanted get you to, to keep going to see where you're going <laughs> to. We have been doing this the last couple of weeks. Um, have a listen to how it works. Get on with it! Little girl goes into a pet shop and says, oh, I'd like to buy a little rabbit. And the owner goes, Oh, would you like a little brown rabbit? A little white rabbit? Nah, you're <laughs> done. Nah, you're have done. you ever heard of the all me doodle bird? The bird with no legs, and when it lands, it goes, All me doodle. <laughs> 1988, Churchlands High School. Oh, got three hoops from yeah, one court to the other. I like to tell dad jokes. He usually laughs. <laughs> okay, fun fact. In Australia, you're legally allowed to marry your aunt or uncle, so your parents, brother or sister, or your first cousins, so they're children. Oh, my God. I've just done 14 months off the alcohol, guys. What are the chances of Embers doing 14 days? Buzzy now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most ridiculous no, thing I've ever no. heard in my life. Why Santa suck so big? Why Santa Because it only comes once a year. <laughs> <laughs> that was iconic. Wild. I mean, that was a one man, of the best jokes I've ever heard. A man called through and then just chucked on his kid. Yeah. And yeah. it was inappropriate, but we loved it. And he did not get buzzed out. Get on with it. Get on with it is exactly what you need to do. Embers, you can tell us anything. One triple three five three. As long as it's interesting, fun fact could be a joke. As long as you get on with it, get to the point quickly. Yes, just uh, hit that uh, hit that point. Uh, we want to get to the crux of it really quickly. Dave, that's his name. He's from Indari, and he's got a fun fact for us. G'day, Dave. G'day. Did you know that NASA spent millions of dollars, taxpayers' money, to develop a pen to operate in space. And, and the Russians used a pencil. 
was a you fun know what? Fact. I actually did. I'm glad we didn't buzz him out there so. because I was actually quite intrigued about where he was going to get to. Hey, Dave, very good by you. That's no, well good. done. Well done, Thank you. Dave. Yeah, good. That was actually, all of us were looking at each other. We were tempted to buzz you out, but we did not. Well done. Sean is in Dal Divers. Hello, Sean. Get on with it. G'day, fellas. There's three roosters in the hen house. The straight one says cock doodle doo Dyslexic one says doodle-doodle-cock. And oh, no, that's enough. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know where that's oh, going. Oh, you know what? I really wanted to listen to uh, Sean's end of joke there. I think I knew what was going to It sounded like farm animals. I don't when he mentioned three roosters, I was looking in the room going, oh, that's very nice of him. <laughs> nice of him to call you a fella as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Then I realised nice. there's only two roosters in the room. <laughs> No, yeah. land dog, guess what I did today? What? I decided to go for a run. Oh, oh, oh. Shredding. Can I just say, I was feeling it. Oh. Like, I was, like, I've been fat and I've been fit. And I what tell do you, you mean, being fat? The, the pendulum <laughs> is swinging, right, into more of the, the fitness side of things with embers now. Love it. And I, I was having, I mean, you know how you have some days where you go for a run and you, your legs feel like cement? You, you're not oh, moving. I mean, yeah. you'd be able to relate to that well. So, <laughs> But today, Land Dog, for me, that was not one of those days. You were just flying. Reminiscent of, you know, those days at Subiaco Oval, you know, out yeah. of wing, you know, hairless, you know, like in the wind and, and I, like a barrel chest. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, and, and striding, like right. feeling good, like. And, I mean, I've been for runs before when people have passed me. No one's passing embers today. You were being the one overtaking I, everyone I'm moving, right? Wow. So, uh, anyway, uh, I'm striding, feeling good, mm-hmm. right? And I, I hear this sound behind me. Now, I've heard this sound before, right? Wheels. Right. Bike. I'm thinking... The only thing that's going to pass me today is a man on Lycra. Okay. I mean, you know, like it's – so I move to the left, right, and I go, Mr. Lycra, you know, and I, in my head I'm thinking to myself, right, you know, when the bike goes past me, I'm just going to get on the end of him and I'm just going to run with him because yeah. I'm feeling it. Yeah, right? You've got good pace going oh, I'm at the moving yeah. with the bike, right? So anyway, uh, this thing comes past me. And in my peripheral, right, I realised it wasn't a bike. Oh, oh no. No, no, no bike. No. A pram? It was a mum. Pushing her son in the pram. <laughs> and I'm telling you, and mate. is she walking or is she running? So, so she's running, right? And I, and I whiplash, right? I'm, before you know it, she's gone. She's out of sight. And, and my, my heart has just been ripped out of me, right? Like I'm, and then and I, and I'm just, oh, I've just gone, should I stop? I go, no, you've got to keep going, Embers. No, I'm thinking, okay, so I've told myself clearly this this runner is Steve Monaghetti's daughter, right? I mean, right. no one runs this fast, No, okay? right, yeah. She's preparing for the Paris Olympics. That gets me through for the next You're couple You're saying Bob's trainer. Oh, I mean, near, no one, no one moves this quick. Mm. So Chevron anyway, I, uh, I finished the run, okay, and guess who I run into? The mum. The mum. Right by this stage, she's got her son and she's on the swings, and I'm like, <laughs> and I walk up and go, "Geez, you were moving quick today." And she goes, "Oh, well, thank you." And uh, she said, "I didn't feel like I had a good day. I've just coming back from a calf injury." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but I really appreciate um, saying that I moved quick today, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, you." <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.